0: School. What? Why does he have so many nicknames? I, I some of these feel mean. Like a lot of them feel like they they started out like. Where where are the unmean ones? Uh Sir Charles, the Chuckster, Charles the Chuckster. That's a pretty nice one. That's a little endearing. <laughs> boy <laughs> Gorge. That one's insane. That one's unbelievable. That one's that one's unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. <weird>.
2: Welcome back. Another window dressing. Kinda. Kinda. We've been doing, you know, basketball teams. Go check out the the Bulls and the Trailblazers if you have not yet. Wanted to do something a little bit different. Lee. And look at someone different. Lee. The man of many nicknames. We're going to take a look at Charles Barkley.
0: School. What? Why does he have so many nicknames? I, I some of these feel mean. Like a lot of them feel like they they started out like. Where where are the unmean ones? Uh Sir Charles, the Chuckster, Charles the Chuckster. That's a pretty nice one. That's a little endearing. Um, ton of fun. No, that's a fat one. That's yeah, that's a fat one. Good time blimp. That's that's
1: a that's a fat one. They used ah. to call you
2: the Prince of Pizza, didn't they, Mick?
1: Yeah, they did. I mean, uh, once once they gave it to Chuck, though, I got I was the Archduke of Pizza, which doesn't really have the same flair to it. Food world is the one where it's just like that guy wasn't even trying. They're like, like
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, eat them all over there with twenty and ten.
0: Boy, hey, gorge! That one's insane. That one's that unbelievable! Ones. Unbelievable!
2: <laughs> that was like Bob Ryan. Putting up the shot like Larry Bird, like, yep, that's good too, and walking off. <laughs> the incredible Hulk, the leaning tower of pizza, bread truck. Come on. Boy Gorgeous, 10 out of 10. Love boat, <laughs> food world, the Crisco Kid, The Wide Load from Leeds, the ton of fun, good time blimp. Charles Wade Barkley. He couldn't get called any of these nicknames now, right? Like, if Kevin Harlan, if he just, if Zion threw down a dunk right now, and Cal- the wide load from Spartanburg throws it, we it'd be money on Kevin Harlan's head. Food World. Yeah, food World, another double-double for Boy Gorge.
0: The man most known at the Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs>
2: Charles Barkley, someone like we know doesn't have a ring. We wanted to go back and look. How did this happen? How did this happen? I feel like it started just briefly. In college, he's uh, maybe the first one of these guys I've heard of that just goes from 5'10 to 6' whatever. Maybe the very first. And admitted he lied about 6'6. Six, six. He was like, I was trying to get people to come give me scholarship six six sounded better than six four and a half and he gets to an auburn team that hasn't been 500 in any of the previous five seasons and he immediately plays under 30 minutes and leads the sec in rebounding for his first second and also his third year he does that for each each and every year doesn't play 30 minutes leaves the entire conference in rebounding this is when he starts to get the round mound of rebound
0: Crisco Kid?
2: And the Crisco Kid allegations. It's just mean, man.
1: It is, but most of the pictures I've seen of him at Auburn, he has two pizzas and all of them. You couldn't see Chuck in the 80s without two pies on his hip. Listen, that was
2: the Chuck. He would call and say, it's Chuck. And they two large peps. Yes, sir, Mr. Barkley.
1: So we haven't recovered from yesterday, Chuck. You got to give us time.
2: <laughs> he said, this is me calling for tomorrow.
1: I mean, he doesn't even <laughs>
0: look out of shape. He doesn't. I mean,
2: that was his case.
0: He wears, wears case. it well. He wears I, it well. The pizza.
2: I do love this. Barkley just walking in with a whole box, and everybody's just rubbing their hands together. <laughs> and he's like, what, what are y'all eating? This is, that's actually what peak male condition. hmm looks like so he gets that they have more success considering they hadn't been going 500 and then he gets his first crack at the 1984 olympics it didn't go so well uh bobby knight was like hey lose weight and charles barkley was like hey you wear funny shoes and then he showed up weighed 11 pounds more than bobby (laughs) Bobby knight told him to weigh so he didn't make the 84. I'd argue this is kind of... His his window starts, I think, immediately. That's what stood out to me about all of this.
1: Immediately.
2: Like, kind of with the 84. It's like, hey, man, what if he did just hit the 84? He's like, okay, I'll lose the weight. Hits the dream team running. Because he will get to it. He's clearly one for Olympic-style basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, eighty four draft, two picks after Bark, or two picks after Michael Jordan is Barkley, and he joins a stacked team. I didn't realize I realized how stacked. I didn't realize how long that Philly team had been that good at that point, because he joined at a point they'd won at least forty five games for twelve straight years which feels decent, and they got him with a, a, a pick that came for World B Free. World B Free played believe, two seasons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> couldn't believe because we were talking about it when we, were, when we decided to do Chuck. We were like, how did they get... The 80s drafts are all hilarious. Like It's the Lakers and Celtics picking one, two, coming off of titles every year. And it was like, yeah, well, sure, but how did the Sixers sneak into the five pick and finding out it was World B Free? And then was traded again for the 8th pick in this draft. <laughs> like very funny. Very funny career for World Be Free and for this draft.
2: His name is World Be Free. It was this is the only way it was ever going to go. But so Philly wins the title 82-83. Barkley's first year is 84-85. He's 21, but he gets to join a 35-year-old Dr. J a 29 year old Moses Malone, who he called Dad until Moses Malone <laughs> passed away.
0: That's a little, a little, strange.
2: I mean, he he credits Moses. Malone, these guys, he's like they helped me have the career I did. I got right. there. I was lazy. I was out of shape, and Moses Malone told me that Moses Malone told like if you're willing, if you're willing to put in the work after practice, before practice, let's go. He gave him more, gave him more, gave him more, and he took to it. I think about that for Windows the pick before him was number four Dallas a team that had been in existence for less than five seasons and the team after him was the Washington Bullets who are just not generally known for function known for dysfunction (laughs) so what if if Barkley Barkley just kicked off the Olympic team if he goes to Dallas or goes to Washington instead he gets to go to Philly which is the perfect landing spot it feels like would you say Coley
1: yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, too, like, let's say he goes two to Portland team we've already spoken about. If he's taken directly ahead of Jordan, what does he have that laziness and then the rest of the world ends up being that motivating factor? You know, like how? Because I agree, Dallas, Washington, I I don't know what happens. And this is an all-time great, so I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that it clicks at some point. But given what we know about what happened in Philly from what he's told us, not personally, but what he's told us. Yeah. I, I it's hard to say there was a better landing spot than Philly.
2: Yeah. Cause again, they were like still looking to win, still trying to compete. It might've been like, if he just start goes forward to Dallas and just starts immediately, like everything is just handed to him. He had to come off the bench to start. He had to get into shape. To play because again we, they're trying to still very much win championships and I didn't even mention Andrew Tony, who Barkley still says is the best player he ever played with before injuries got
1: a hold of him my, my only contention with it being the absolute perfect landing spot is he gets head coach Billy Cunningham for one year who is still to this day the 76ers all time winning his coach. He has the second-best regular season winning percentage ever behind Phil Jackson. Like Incredible coach. get Chuck gets him for one year. I wonder, too, obviously vets in the locker room help a lot. Who's been their best coach since? Larry Brown for a brief period of time? I don't even know. Doc Rivers. Brett Brown. Top 15 Doc, yes. So that's... <laughs> You know what I mean? He he retired. I didn't see anything else that happened. He just, I mean, he played in the NBA. He's a Hall of Famer. He had broadcasted. He coached. I think he was just over it. He got his title. Philly hasn't won since 83. And like you said, they, they win in 83. They go 52 and 30 the next year. So it wasn't some catastrophic drop. And then Barkley's first year, they go 58 and 24. So this is a team super in the mix. They're Detroit the big. Detroit yeah. hasn't happened yet. Like they're building, but they haven't happened yet. It's Boston, LA, and Philly is probably that three team
2: against Chicago. Jordan's Jordan. But the Bulls aren't the Bulls. Correct. <laughs> so what I was surprised by, it was the Bucks. Yeah. That was kind of giving them the Scoobs Bucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing a little damage in those 80s. Because again, the window started immediately with the team that trying to win they lost to the 85 celtics his first year that year they won i think 58 games you said coley Yep. 86 that's when they lose to the bucks moses malone leaves this is where like it's starting to break down piece by piece. 87 they lose to the bucks again dr j retires 88 they don't make the playoffs at all andrew tony retires so and that that's Barkley's first 5 years. I get 1 year of the Hall of Fame coach. I get I think 2 of the guy who again he affectionately called dad, 3 of Moses and Andrew T- I think it was feet with Andrew Tony mm-hmm. to the point where he had to retire. He played on two stress fractures cuz apparently the team was like you probably fine and then they found out he had two stress fractures.
0: Oh man, that makes me think um I was watching Gil's Arena the other day and one of the guests it might be, um, might be uh, Kenyon Martin, possibly.
1: Kenyon.
0: Um, yeah, but um, he was talking about how he got like m- microfracture surgeries in his career, and mm-hmm. he he was able to play after. And the other people were like, "See, like now you they don't do that at all because it fucks you up for life, you know." Like, so
2: it's just yeah, the advancement in everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like Tony probably misses a couple seasons and bounces back now. But
1: not again, only, talk, yeah. Oh, sorry, God.
2: I was just gonna say you just don't. In terms of Windows, when you need things to break right, it don't always break right.
1: And this isn't a a Philly breakdown, but it's not that Moses Malone left. They traded Moses Malone and two first round picks for Cliff Robinson, and not even that Cliff Robinson. And now the other one not was Uncle good Cliffy. Too. No, it's not Uncle Cliffy. This guy was 17 and a half, too. So he was he was good. But you're trading Moses Malone, who's like a top 15 player all time, somewhere in that range. Uh, t- today or when he retired? When he retired, he's probably top seven. Uh, so today, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's – because Barkley is a rookie, makes the Eastern Conference Finals, like you said. Loses to the Celtics who lost to the Lakers. So, again, those are the top three teams in the league that year. Barkley doesn't reach an Eastern Conference Finals again, ever. And we talk about he he comes into the league with the window open. And every year it just closes and closes and closes and closes closes a little bit more. And he's getting better and better and better every year. So it's not even his fault. But you look at some of the years of his teammates when he's a rookie. Most like Dr. J is year like 12. But that's NBA year 12. So he's right. basketball, it's year 40. ABA
2: um, uh, was a smooth 12. And then an NBA, another 15.
1: So every every Hall of Fame teammate he's drafted with already has a decade of service time in the league. It's like yeah. him and Mo Cheeks, really, that aren't even then, uh, 100 years old.
2: I, was, even then, I think Mo Cheeks was, I think, seven years older. So like the closest of those guys. But... 28 and 21 like mo Chiefs was there for those those grind years. And like you said traded Moses, Moses I think was 29 then. Moses played another 12 years in the NBA, I believe. <laughs> Moses Malone retired in 1995. 1995. And came out of a uh, high school. So there an outrageous amount of mileage on his body. And Chuck he just gets in a year too late, man. Maybe two, but you never know with Tony's, the injuries, the bodies, and all that. But, like you said, Cole, his individual play is outstanding.
0: He's getting a double double in the playoffs, like in his rookie year.
2: Like big numbers. And he's a, like, for his career, his playoff numbers are better than his regular season numbers, just about everywhere. But I think Philly. In particular, but it was just that, yeah, after 89, Cheeks was out. 90, here's the Bulls. 91, yeah. lose to the Bulls. 92, they didn't make the playoffs. And that was his last year in Philly. He goes to Phoenix then. But this is something I didn't realize until doing this. I thought he got to Phoenix, was like, okay, he finally put it all together and had his best season. He had, like, his fifth best season that's a testament to just what kind of work he was doing in philadelphia and they they had the ibm award y'all remember the ibm kind award scoop? You, you might not remember it it was uh it was invented in 1984 it was quote determined by a computer formula which measured a player's statistical contribution to his team it was basically per For back then basically advanced numbers or a way to give like magic and Larry Moore awards Mm -hmm. feels like magic wins. The first one Jordan wins. The second one Barkley wins back to back to back IBM awards at this time. He's making first and second all NBA all that and it doesn't matter again that last year 35 and 47. That's the closing. Or I, I I don't know when the window closed, but that's window one.
1: Well, it's also right there. his time in Philly. We talk about the the players that he lost. The East is getting better around him. Jordan keeps existing, which is a real problem for Chuck. The Frustrating. Bucks, the Bucks, like you said, get him out two years in a row. Uh, they they hire uh, was it Gaukas after uh, yeah, Cunningham. Billy, yeah. And then he's only there two and a half years. And then Jim Lynham comes in. So it's, he's getting three coaches in Philly. He's losing a Hall of Fame teammate year after year. And then he gets to Phoenix. They immediately hire Westfall. So that's where he finally catches a break on the coaching side of things, where it's like, mm-hmm. all right, these. I, I I come in immediately. This Hall of Fame coach retires year one, and now I get another guy who's the talent's still here, but obviously the, they don't love the coach since he's only there two and a half, three years. And then the next guy, Jim Lynam, fine, but it, but he misses the playoffs, like you said, his last years. So it's that Westfall thing. He had the vets early in his career, then the middle of the career. That's where I think the coaching comes in.
0: Hmm. I, I keep uh, looking at this quote about magic here. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh especially the whole quote is a respondent concerns that players may contact HIV, contract HIV by contact with Magic Johnson. Barkley stated, quote, We're just playing basketball. It's not like we're going out to have unprotected sex with magic, end quote. <laughs>
0: So imagine a, a team seeing the Lakers on the schedule. And like, God damn it, we gotta go have sex with Magic out there tomorrow. Unprotected.
2: No, Charles
0: Barkley, <laughs> an ally, an early ally
2: at a time when people did not understand what this disease was.
1: Super progressive. Not he didn't say it in the best, cleanest way, maybe, but super progressive mindset. Yeah,
2: <laughs> heart was in the right place.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, is the
2: Chuck story.
1: I also didn't realize... No, no, go ahead. Well, because you talk about the 84 Olympics, and he gets traded to Phoenix prior to the 92 Olympics.
2: July 92. Same
1: summer. And I found that part interesting, too, because any Dream Team documentary you watch, Michael was obviously the story. Chuck dominated those Olympics. Obviously, everyone wearing a Team USA jersey did. But when I see... Jeff Hornacek, Andrew Lang, and Tim Perry was the entire hall for Charles Barkley. This is a team that was trading first-round picks away with Hall of Famers. They couldn't (laughs) get one for Chuck. I think they traded away a second with Chuck as well. So it's just like, what are we doing, Philly? What was the thought process here?
2: Charles Barkley alone scored 25 more, 100 more points in Phoenix than all three of those guys did in Philadelphia. And he was was there for four years. So Barkley alone did that. Also, this is a 53-win Phoenix team Mm -hmm. getting Charles Barkley for Jeff Hornacek, Andrew Lang, Tim Perry. And they get the coach. And Barkley's fresh off the dream team, where, again, he led that team in points and field goal percentage. He did it again in 96. Like, if he was just there in 84, it's Chuck and Carmelo as just the best right. Olympic players of all time.
1: And no offense to Carmelo, but Chuck is the all-time Olympic three-point percentage leader because he took 10 and he made eight. What well, you need to take any more for? I don't think he made eight in his NBA career. He made eight in the Olympics. I don't know who Angola is. I just know they're in trouble. That's Charles Barkley dominated those Olympics on the court and in front of every microphone that was put in front of his face.
2: Again, like you said, and they mentioned it in the last dance, and anything about the Dream Team, Michael's Michael. That's when Michael's becoming Michael worldwide. But it's to a point, like, because he's that, he can't go out among the people. He's Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley is like, I'll go out anywhere amongst any people. We got some fisticuffs here, school.
0: Uh, yeah, it says here. I, I figure we should watch this because it says uh, he got an affair with Bill Lambier, which got a record t- uh, fine Jeez. total of one hundred sixty-two grand. So that was like their, they made three hundred grand <laughs> back then. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. I need to yeah, go back to. I need to see this all
1: because oh,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> there has to be some context for the little finger Dennis Rodman uh, finger roll.
1: Where were you when they showed that? I assumed he was tackled in the third row because that was <laughs> that's every uncontested layup from 1985 is <laughs> someone just getting absolutely <laughs> suplexed into the third it, row, split
2: in half. Oh. Isaiah takes a swing at. Is that hot rod I don't know who they did for. I think
1: so. Yeah. It wasn't concerned. Oh no, is it uh
2: um it's
1: former uh former piston. Mahorn. Rick Mahorn. Yeah, Rick Mahorn, yeah.
2: There he is, Rick Mahorn. Barkley throwing that left. Oh, let oh. said, let me let me add him. <laughs> this is real scrapping. Spider yes, Sally it. in there, instigating. So, this is not okay. This is peak David Stern. He's like, Y'all don't know I'm David Stern yet,
0: <laughs>
2: but I'm David Stern.
1: Let me announce how David Sterney I am.
2: This great warm ups on both. Bring these back.
1: Mm.
2: Dick Bovetta in there. No,
0: oh, they go more back for more.
2: There's still no one's restrained Charles Barkley
0: <laughs>
2: on or off court. Gave him 36. <laughs>
0: They the clinched the division title in Detroit. They <laughs> <laughs> said so he broke a toilet seat afterwards. He was so angry.
2: Barkley or Lambier? I,
0: I think they said Lambier. Shitting too much.
1: I said that Detroit that Detroit style pizza didn't sit well in, in <laughs> Chuck's stomach.
0: Those lefts were very funny from Chuck. He was all crouched up and yeah. looked like a Street Fighter character.
2: Well, he's like I, I'm going up. I'm hoping this lands. <laughs> But this also, this is what, 90? So this is probably him saying, listen, y'all are done here. You understand? Mm -hmm. You're done. Even though they might have won the championship that year. eighty nine, ninety. Either way, 162 grand for the fine is a little while. The 91, he was trying to spit on a fan who was allegedly heckling with Racial slurs. I'm willing to remove the allegedly, here. Uh, but the result was his spit hitting a young girl. Rothorn, the president of operations at the time, suspended Barkley without pay for a game, fined him 10k for spitting and verbally abusing the fan. Barkley was vilified for it. However, eventually developed a friendship with the girl and her family. Feels fair. Upon retirement, Barkley quoted saying, "I was fairly controversial, I guess, but I regret only one thing." <laughs> The spitting incident. But you know what? It taught me a valuable lesson. It taught me that I was getting way too intense during the game. It let me know I wanted to win way too bad. I had to calm down. I wanted to win at all costs instead of playing the game the right way and respecting the game. I only thought about winning. End quote. Does that sound like the man we've heard? Yeah, does that sound like the Charles Barker we've heard? Oh, he never took it seriously enough to win. never wanted to win badly enough. Did he, or did he just run into powerhouse after powerhouse, team after team?
1: Yeah, I mean, who could forget those 80s Bucks squads? But it is very funny that he he loses to Jordan several times in Philly, misses the playoffs, goes to Phoenix. He's like, finally, that guy is out of the way. Who do I'm we have here. in the finals? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Looking for a 3 beat. Which also uh, has one of my favorite Chuck quotes, where they because they're down three zero, and it's in Game Four is in Chicago. They've boarded up the entire city of Chicago in fear of gross celebration, and they win that game to make a three one go back to uh, Phoenix, and he's <laughs> gonna better better take that shit off the windows.
2: <laughs> Great quote up on the uh, the for the press conference. <laughs> Also, then brings Ficker back to Phoenix. Jordan's main number one heckler. It's <laughs> like I didn't. I thought it was two zip. Three is tough. He's like, I need, I need some help. Brings the Fick man back. They win two games. Win two games. End up losing. And again, he said he's like, that's when I re- like Michael Jordan's the best player ever. Because again, this is me at the peak of my power, dream team chuck all nba all that he's like that's the best i ever played and i couldn't beat him that's the man if he was born like two years earlier maybe you catch that young jordan right a year later you catch baseball jordan
1: listen he had his shot with baseball <laughs> and baseball jordan still existed on his timeline i'm not not giving him credit for for that
2: Injury, I mean, injury's not yet, but he gets their George Beck Bulls win, and they lose to the Bulls in 93, who win the championship. They lose to the Rockets in 94, who win the championship. They lose to the Rockets in 95, who win the championship. They lose to the Spurs in 96. They didn't win the championship.
1: They did not, no.
2: But for a while, he's just like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, I'm getting through. It wasn't even Jordan beating this. He's nowhere to be seen right now. But loses back-to-back to to the Rockets, and he's like, you know what? Houston's a pretty good city. Maybe I'd like to be there. And gets traded for more than he got from Philly. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was.
2: Sam Cassell, Robert Horry, Mark Bryant, and Chucky Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. That close, like that was window number two, like the windows closed, like not making the playoffs. Happened in Philly. Happened in Phoenix. That was like, if I'm playing enough games and something else, I didn't realize how durable he was. Yeah, for a guy who again, like, oh, if he you know took it more seriously, was in better shape. First twelve years of his career, he played at least sixty-five games, thirty-five minutes a pop minimum. So and moving like- on
0: to yeah. All over the page here. It says he's playing through back pains, quadriceps tendon tendon stuff. So like he had injuries that he was just playing
2: through. As a six four power forward in a monstrous Western Conference. I mean just monstrous NBA.
1: NBA, yeah, yeah. There's. It's about Dennis Rodman, but I believe it was Sports Illustrated put him on the cover in the early nineties, maybe it was during hmm. the bulls now because Wilt was still alive. So it had to have been the early nineties where it just said best rebounder ever. I don't even think it was a question mark. I think it just said best rebounder ever. And Wilt and Bill Russell called each other. Oh, can you believe this bullshit? We were such better. <laughs> and it's like really the only thing I disagree with Bill Russell about Chuck and Rodman averaged about six, five uh, on the height. And they played in the eighties and nineties. And abs- I think Rodman led the league in rebounding like seven, eight years in a row during oh that stretch. And Barkley was top five also, and he was short, the shorter of the two. So yeah, I I think those two probably are the two best rebounders of all time. Uh, also, Chuck Will, and Rodman.
0: Will was only getting rebounds because he was missing so many shots. I saw, I, I saw today he had a fifty-five rebound game, and in that game he shot fifteen. Of forty-two. He's just getting his own rebounds.
1: That was against the Celtics, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. They lost. Yeah. He, he had thirty-four points on
1: forty-two shots.
2: Sam Jones had him in hell last year. Yeah, that's who it was. In hell.
1: Coozie's slapping the floor. I, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, bar- uh, I need a pick. someone <laughs> so please. <laughs>
2: uh misses the playoffs last year. Then it's on to Houston. Y'all said the, the role model controversy. I remember those. Like I remember all this as it was happening. It was like Charles Barkley a bad guy because he said he wanted to be a role model. <laughs> he was a again, is this progressive Chuck? He was like, I think the fathers and mothers and the people in their home should be the role models. Not me. What what do I know?
1: He, he's a brilliant right message wrong delivery kind of guy like he, he's he's got all the parts he just does not know how to build it in the right way
2: he's a i think the media demands athletes be role models because there's some jealousy involved it's as if they say this is a young black kid playing a game for a living making all this money so we're going to make it tough on him what they're really doing is telling kids to look up to someone they can't become because not many people can be like we are kids can't be like Michael Jordan. This is controversial. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember the Be Like Mike campaign. <laughs> People would dream that they could be like him and Charles Barkley would wake you up, like shake you out of your sleep. It's like you will
1: never be Michael
2: Jordan. Not even baseball Michael Jordan.
1: <laughs> not even Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but not Michael B. Jordan.
2: Ju- not, not saxophonist Michael Jordan. Not the electrician. <laughs> michael jordan get a different racket
0: gambling michael Michael jordan gambling michael
1: jordan you got a chance at that
2: you maybe can be just like him
1: (laughs) brian jordan no montel (laughs) jordan no
2: (laughs) montel williams for some reason no
1: (laughs) but something happened that i didn't realize right before he got to houston that i think explains a lot of Uh, One, I didn't realize they traded for Clyde that deadline before. So they've already got Clyde in tow in Houston. They come off the back-to-back titles, and they do something so stupid as an organization (laughs) that they haven't truly recovered from. They changed their colors. They changed their logo. They changed everything about the Houston Rockets. They just won again. Two titles wearing red and yellow. They changed naturally their primary color to navy blue. The fuck thought that was a good idea? And
2: pinstripes? (laughs) Pinstripes. Pinstripes.
1: pinstripes. All-time bozo decision. You keep those jerseys until Hakeem leaves. That's what you do. You don't in the middle, I guess towards the tail end, be like, you know what? Rebrand. No, that's not the plan. Not after back to back.
2: That's like, tough, changed man.
1: everything. Literally everything about the Houston Rockets was changed, and I can't like because again they trade for Clyde a few months prior. They win the title with him. They trade for Barkley. They they trade everyone you just said for Barkley that August. So that would have had to have been after the Olympics, probably right after they right after uh, his dream team. Yeah, two. Right,
2: right after part two. Yep.
1: And then they lose in the Western Conference Finals to the Jazz. So that's not even the year the uh
2: Yeah, 97. It's the year they made the final, yeah.
1: Yeah. So they they lose to the Jazz in these next two years. So Chuck was big at losing, at least in the 90s. He was at least losing to the runner-up. The 80s, he was losing to Bumps. The 90s, he was doing a good job. At least being in the mix. Kind of like where he started his career. In the mix, in that top three. He was always in that top three, and that's just not enough.
2: No. (laughs) If being one is the goal, then yeah, now four will not do it. And surprisingly, the first two years, he, Hakeem, and Clyde, who are all at, I think, 33 and 34, Mm -hmm. surprisingly, they struggled to stay healthy together those two years. I don't know. Also, I will say, again, at the time they traded for Chuck, he was still coming off the 65-game streak. It was just – I think they made their Celtics bet, but we probably have one really good run in here, and they lost in the conference finals to the Jazz. Right. They end up losing to Jordan. It's like that was probably our run because he goes to Houston. Four years, he plays 65 games once after just doing it for 12 years straight. That's when – Maybe this is—I think about load management. All those things the school pulled up early when he's playing through the back and the quad and all that. Would that just be just load management? Like you just take two, three days now, Chuckster.
0: Yeah, there's no reason
2: to play through that.
0: If his back hurt, they would shut him down for a little while at least, you know.
2: Especially in like those years where it's like, okay, the last year we stink, we're not making the playoffs. Yeah, you damn, you playing 42 games or whatever you ended up playing. It was just a different era. It's like no, I play thirty eight minutes every night. I can suit up. Maybe not the smartest mentality. Not just him. It was just the mindset of at the time.
0: And you just right. you couldn't take games off because then they they shame you. you saw, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You say you saw. You you get drafted in the era you see. Jordan, his second year, screaming at his own team to let him play coming off a broken foot. That's your draft class. And then the rest of the 80s, like the aforementioned Magic Johnson, doing everything he can to play through HIV, which people didn't understand at the time. And then on the other side of that, you see Bird, who paralyzed himself, building a fucking driveway for his parents, uh, or for his mom. And he's still like, I signed the contract. I got to play for some reason. This 82 is, is 82. All right. That's what he saw. So I get it. But yeah, it's because that first year in, in Houston. Chuck averaged 19, 13 and a half and five. Uh, Clyde averaged 18, six and six. Hakeem averaged 23, and a half and two. And so the, the 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 play was still there. They were all still good. Hakeem obviously the same draft, Clyde, the draft before Chuck. So they're all older guys but yeah like the it wasn't a question how good they still were it was just they're all old and i think they all played
2: like 52 games
1: yeah or something like that year two year two i put the games because they dropped drastically year two uh they went 41 and 41 and a lot of that's because they just couldn't stay on the court together chuck was still Mm -hmm. at 15 and 12 he started 41 games uh, Clyde was 18-5, five, five and a half. He played 70 games, and then he retired. And Hakeem was 16-10, three, 1. Eight, two. They started 45 games. So it's like the production was very much still there. They just weren't on the court a whole bunch.
2: They were all 35. <laughs> That's how, again, they had the one, like the conference finals year. And it's like, okay, maybe next the next two years we'll get older and healthier. That's usually how this works. You get older and more spry. So two years, like you said, Clyde retires. He got his ring. He's, he's out. They need somebody to replace him. <laughs> they need somebody to replace him. But they can't quite figure it out. So Charles Barkley takes a pay cut. So we need some help on the Hall of Fame... Wing, I will take a pay cut. And the lockout shortened season. In comes Scottie Pippen. It worked well. They won several championships together. And they still are great, great friends to this day. No, it went terribly, in fact. And I think that was the year they lost to the Lakers. And Scotty Pippen was like, yeah, trade me to them. And Charles Barkley was like, Hey, what the fuck? I took, I took a pay cut for you to come here one year and then asked to be traded to the guys that beat us. And Scotty Pippen said, Yes, that's right. And I'll never, he said, I wouldn't give you an apology at gunpoint. I believe Scotty. He says a lot of things these days. So I believe mm-hmm.
1: him. The Pippen was honestly, he was just fine. He was 14 and a half, six, and a half, six two and a half stocks. Hakeem bounced back in a big way. He was 19, 10, 5, 4 stocks. And this like this late into his career. But this is a
2: 50 game season, right?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a 50 game this, season.
2: It's a godsend for a 30, what, five year old hockey Only got to do this 50
1: times? Good right. luck. And Chuck was still at 16, 12, and 4. So the And I think he played 40 games that year. So the production yep. was still there.
2: 41, yeah. 40 41, enough. A lot of games.
1: And then something I don't think I realized. How, I don't. I didn't in my brain know these two ever overlapped. But his final year, <laughs> Chuck only plays twenty games, and they draft Steve Francis. I had no idea those two overlapped. I thought it was. I thought they were one year off. I thought Chuck left. Akeem got traded. Not no,
2: get written, uh... and,
1: Yeah, Akeem and Steve Francis played like multiple years together. <laughs>
2: This is me finding out Picasso died in 1978. It's like if you show me a picture of Dr. J, you are like, "You know Dr. J's last year was Tyrese Maxey's first year." It's like, "No, no, no, no." No, no, no. No, it's true. Dr. J was
0: 59.
2: Tyrese was twenty two.
0: That's like how people be ten years from now with Jeff Green. They'll be like, you know, right, Jeff yeah. Green won a ring with Denver
2: after the Thunder. You know, Jeff Green won a, a ring with uh, against LeBron James and with Bronny James. <laughs> That's gonna be the Jeff Green <laughs> career. Oh, yeah, I was floored to see that. Is well, that there's there's a locker room somewhere where Steve <laughs> Francis and Katino <Coutinho laughs> Mobley are listening to uh, trade the truth or uh, zero or something. <laughs> and Barkley and Hakeem were just on the other side just "Mm -mm." and that was the I don't know if that in part was the end but that was the end for Barkley and I remember this at the time too he got hurt his last year in Philadelphia ruptured his quadriceps tendon December and he said that was not going to be my lasting image so he he came back from a ruptured quadriceps tendon in four months. David Stern was like, I'm fine. Just do it. Just do it. We're not testing you. You're retiring. Just do it. Came back, got a bucket, and he said he needed that. He was like, I, I needed that. To, I needed to walk off the court on my own, too. And immediately retired. I got him a bucket and retired after that. Still hating Scottie Pippen.
1: As we all do.
2: Yeah, uh, I didn't yet, but I would right. I would soon <laughs> I would soon grow to.
1: I don't even see Scottie Pippen's face in my brain anymore. I see is it Damon Wayne's or Marlon Wayne? Who's, who's the Marlon. one that hey y'all, I'm Scottie Pippen. Uh, Scottie, Scottie Pippen, yeah. No, that's
2: <laughs> if Scotty keeps talking the way he's talking, that's just how this is gonna go. This is what he'll be remember for but that's the wasn't a particularly i think it was like 16 careers we'll see some guys play 20 He's was like no when i was done when i was out i got what i got out of my body and like the peaks he hit are the all 11 all nba teams two gold medals mvp all-star mvp and there's also, like, there's not going to be another Charles Barkley. There'll be better power forwards. There's not going to be another Charles. I, I don't think.
0: Kenny Lofton Jr.
2: He can shoot the three. I like Chuck, but uh, <laughs> he doesn't have, like, KL. I,
1: mean, he, I think it's just so fascinating. A top 20 player, somewhere around there, between 18 and 24. I really wouldn't accept much lower than that for Chuck. Uh, I think
2: 30 but, is his absolute floor, like floor.
1: Yeah, and even that I'd be like, ah. just because of the rebounding. And crazy athlete, too. I don't know that he gets enough credit. Like dunking off the vert at his height and weight. And the NBA, it's absurd, like truly absurd. Um, and he, he handled the ball. He'd bring the ball up the court much faster than I think people uh, – most people see Chuck as the guy who sits next to Shaq and gets shit on for not having any rings. <laughs> And I don't know, like he was just such a crazy athlete that he, I don't know that he gets enough credit for that now, which is a shame, but I was more shaking my head at you saying there, there might be better power forwards. I don't know. They play such a different game now. I don't know. Like KG, Dirk, obviously I would put ahead of him, but since Charles left, I don't know that we have seen like a, a fistful of better power forwards, a couple, but not, a, a ton
2: what's he, I, it's like Giannis and who else like in the
1: that's why it's so it's so hard to compare Giannis to him like they they're such different <laughs> different at like they're both freak athletes but on mm, like in
2: different ways different yeah.
1: plots of the spectrum and in, in ways like yeah I don't know
2: I think they're on completely different spectrum like in a good way it's a, like it's For a compliment sure, yeah. to them both because I was trying to find they just didn't do or didn't keep like the combine measurements, but the best I could find, Barkley was six four with a six ten wingspan. <laughs> like that's <laughs> it's guards in the league like that now. Jalen, right. it's like Jalen Suggs. If Jalen Suggs was just getting like fourteen rebounds a game during the nineteen eighties,
1: he weighed a hundred more pounds. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Respect to one hundred and fifty. Yeah, like not even <laughs> calling him fat, but just like. Right. Jalen Suggs is like how much uh, a 6'4 person should weigh. And Chuck <laughs> was like incredibly powerful. It's not like he was only – like he wasn't Michael Sweetney.
2: Right. And that's the – like he played, I think, with center in college but sometimes small forward in the NBA. Yeah. Like that's just the range of his – it's like that usually kind of flips. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, no, I could do it all. He also – about 2,500 career steals and blocks. For a guy again just not known for his defense and he really was like like an advanced if he didn't take threes at all he'd be like the perfect analytical player he he had one like the highest prs when he retired i thought like, he had during a five-year run from 86 87 through 1990-91 he averaged 26 12 four assists a steal and a half a block he shot 63 percent from two and went to the free throw line 10 times a game those five years alone he had 75 win shares just for reference willis reed for his career did not crack 75 win shares and that's not the dump on willis reed because we know him like all-star mvp finals mvp Knicks legend all that that's just to say what kind of work barkley was doing over five years and then he got to Phoenix where he won his MVP and made, had his most playoff success as a team.
0: He also threw a guy through a plate glass window, it says here.
1: He's done a lot, yeah. I don't lot. think
0: he regretted that.
1: Uh, I remember he got pulled over in Phoenix, like running a stop sign or something. And he said to the officer, he said, I'm, officer, I know I'm speeding, I know I blew through that, but. I've got this young lady here. I'm taking her home. She already gave me the best blowjob of my life. You got, got to get her home. You understand? I can't. I can't be following the rules of the law. What are you talking about?
2: Honest to a fault. <laughs> yeah. Honest to a fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, through, man, through a plate glass window in Orlando after being struck with a glass of ice. I don't know. I think this was like early '90s. Imagine throwing anything, because like again, he's six four. You see six four guys out and about. You see a big guy that turns around and it's Charles Barkley in nineteen ninety. <laughs> oh my! He's running right. <laughs> I'm going through the. <laughs> I'd
1: rather you think a
2: coal coming out. Yeah.
1: Honest to God, a real life ball running at me. I'd much prefer <laughs> that. I'd rather. Uh
2: somebody come off the movie screen and fight me than then be in the bar and actually throw some ice on uh, the bread truck. Boy Gorge. Like, growing up, this is what I thought, and I was like, I don't know how much of it was the like the sports meeting all day it was like, oh, if you retire without a ring, it was a failure. And that's just what I thought. And the more I grew up... I. Was, I'm thinking, like, Charles Barkley's – nothing about Charles Barkley's career, life, none of that was a failure. I don't – I don't think it bothers him at all, honestly. And There was a time nope. I was like, I, I'm sure it probably sticks at him some. Maybe it does. At this point, I think he's just – he's good, like, with the injury thing. You don't want to go off scoring one bucket in your last game, but it's like, hey, I I did what I could.
1: I think it would bother him more if he didn't work with Shaq. Like, it – she's just going to be numb to it by now. He's heard it, so he's like, "All right, yeah, I get it. Like it, it can't mean anything to him anymore." And I think he's right. he's had he's truly one of the best like broadcasters in NBA history. Too. He'll be a
2: Hall of Fame broadcaster, yeah, right? If he's not already,
1: right. So it's he's he's succeeded everywhere. I don't know his business ventures. I'm sure they've gone over well, like most of them. Like he doesn't look, seem like he's hurting for cash in any way. I don't. I think he's be, like largely beloved, which it's very fun. There's a room full of people you could take from 1990, and if you go back in time, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Charles Barkley, and just be like, "You guys are going to be America's sweethearts. Just give it 20 beloved. years, and promise you'll all be in the White House. Martha Stewart's going to know all your legal government names. <laughs> She's going to invite you over. Just wait." Uh iced tea too. Uh not even just cube, the tea as well. Uh all ices. Yeah. Uh and it's just so shocking. And I, I there's nothing about Charles Barkley that's a loser uh when it comes to being an athlete, when it comes to basketball. The gold medals obviously help. I do think the mellow comparison, not stylistically anything mm-hmm. like that, but guy who didn't win a ring, first ballot hall of fame, or multiple all NBA's multiple All Stars, gold medals. I do think they're pretty in lockstep, and I wouldn't call Mello a loser either.
2: I agree. Like again, we we talk about the things we've been hearing scotty Pippen say. He won six of them. Does he seem con- the, just on the whole? Does he seem content with the way things are going? So, like winning that ring ain't ain't everything. And I think Charles' businesses are going well just because he always says he's like I don't have a college degree, but everybody that works for me does <laughs> so another bar
1: well it's durant too to, like Durant's tried to stress that the, the the rings in golden state didn't do anything to satiate him and mm. i don't i think people hear that and they go oh he's he's too good for these rings or or because he knows he doesn't get them on his own he didn't earn them and it's like no it's Kevin Durant's trying to be the best basketball player he can be year in year out, game in game out. To guys like that, I don't think they get too caught up. I think they want rings, obviously. I think they want to win titles. It's not a disdain of championships, but I think it's more, hey, do people like? I think it's kind of like stand-up comedians. It's not, oh yeah, I can make the audience laugh, but do the other comedians find me funny? Do Hmm. my comedians comedian? Am I a Hooper's? I think it's why so many guys love Kobe. And so many unathletic fucks like myself point to his field goal percentage and his air balls that Ron Artest had to catch. That's where I think the difference is. And I think KD's like, do do my peers respect me? And I know Charles Barkley's peers respect him.
2: I feel like similar to Melo. Like in like the public perceptions, whatever, but each of the guys that played with that had to guard this guy are like, yeah, no, he clearly one of the, like, whether he made it to the championship, won a championship or not he's one of the best I've ever seen. And if you put him in like situations, other guys weren't in that changes. Like if, if the Rockets say the rockets that one year, ninety what seven, get through the jazz, get through the bulls. How much higher does he like, I, again, Barkley's very well regarded already all time. Does it jump him from like, top 25 to 14 or 15? I feel like we analyze his career in a very fair way. Yeah. On the whole, do y'all think it changes? Say, yeah. Say they get that one.
1: Not at all. I, I think that I think that ringship means a lot for an active player. When we're talking about them all, to, like LeBron this is a perfect example. In the moment. If they feel every season, it's like, oh, it's another one that slipped away. It's another one that slipped away. And then when you look back on it, it's like, Jesus, what, what a list of accomplishments. It's four. Man. <laughs> good grief. Yeah.
0: yeah, like essentially his career is a present that's wrapped up in everything. And it just doesn't have a bow on it. But it's still a good present that's wrapped up in everything, you know?
2: It's one you're going to enjoy. It's one he enjoyed. Like, again, Charles Barkley enjoyed every single moment of being <laughs> Charles Barkley too much
1: sometimes but
2: too much sometimes but also like i i'd prefer that to like the hey you know we can't tell anybody michael we have to have two fake hotels for michael jordan we can't let people know he's here barkley's like i'm in room 884 if anybody (laughs) wants to come up (laughs) the door is open like bring a deck of cards we're like we're, we're, (laughs) we're, we're rolling through uh we're burning darts up there and that was just the charles barkley lifestyle i feel like that's i'd rather be remembered like there's a lot of people with rings i'm not gonna remember
1: chuck unforgettable man like there's not a single person with not even a lakers sicko who would ever dare claim <laughs> Derek fisher's better than charles barkley like you just wouldn't
2: right right you could they get retired as one of four players in NBA history with 2 or 20,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists in their career. And I think about guys if they played now. Like again, you you just put Charles Barkley right now. He we talk like what is the power forward now? Whatever your stretch three or four, he's going to have to guard Charles Barkley. <laughs> so who, Tobias Harris, Cam Johnson, you playing up a little bit? Uh, Winnie and Gabriel, Alves. you got to guard Chuck. Chris Stapps. Chris
1: is getting folded in half. Wemby?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just going straight through. Just fold him straight in half. So do we miss anything on the Chuckster?
0: I think
1: we got it. Yeah, I'm trying to... I, I was shocked how many times Chuck's teams would be dominant in the first two rounds, like seven and one through two rounds his first year. Uh, I know he went seven and three one of the years he lost to the Jazz, and it's just like in those moments it had to have been so hard to be like, This is the year. Chuck's finally getting over it and then a screeching halt, whether it be the Bucks or Jordan or Jordan jordan again or hakeem just the two years, or jordan ago.
2: retiring and then jordan again
1: right <laughs> uh, and then jordan's like hey you want to be in my movie and he's like fuck you pal no i don't <laughs> <Beat> it. <laughs>
2: uh, if you've had more fun than chuck also again what's this openly would fight about it in an era when you had to be able to fight about it and yeah i'm the 6'4 power forward from Alabama. From Leeds, Alabama. Not, probably not who I prefer to. So, and it's like, I don't even know if Charles can fight. I know for a fact he will fight, though. Right. And that feels like the big, like, hey, I'm not saying I'm going to win everyone, but you, I will throw the ball at your head, Shaquille O'Neal. Like 22-year-old Shaquille O'Neal. I don't like you very much. <laughs>
1: Thirty-two year old Shaq don't like forty-two year old Shaq. Just not a big fan. I, uh, I, guess. I think to what you were saying about it, like it
2: helps with the ring stuff with Shaq. It has to help because he knows that him saying saying back he's like you know, you know Robert Horry was a better Laker than you. That hurts Shaq way more <laughs> than him saying Shaq, Chuck doesn't have a ring. Like you don't have. A, he'll hold up the ring, and Chuck's just like no, no. Tree Rollins was definitely a better Orlando Magic center than you. <laughs> And Shaq just crushes his microphone to dust in his hand. He's
1: furious. (laughs) No, he wasn't. I had 25 and 17 on him the one time we played. (laughs) Oh,
2: Andrew DeClark was better than you. Pat Garrity was better than you. Bo Outlaw was better
1: than you. And Shaq's (laughs) like, man, we could take this outside. Uh, I was just kidding. You're getting a little personal, Chuck. Yeah. (laughs) That's why Chuck
2: has had, man, just what a career, what a go of it. Hall of Fame career off the court. Not perfect, because we, we went through some of the controversies. But he was always Chuck. He's always someone I try to create on um, 2K and never can't. You could just never create a 6'4", four power forward that dominates like that. Shouldn't have happened in real life.
1: It'd, it'd be like if Jay Sean Tate was winning MVPs. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't even know who else to With, What's With like thirty comparison? more pounds though, what's Jay right, yeah. like? Two, yeah. So, and shorter. <laughs> 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 really, it's
0: impossible. So to... it's like PJ Tucker having an MVP season. Yeah,
2: more. Yeah, if like if PJ Tucker was just jumping forty-five inches off the ground, and, <laughs> like. <laughs> Tip-slamming offensive rebounds, (laughs) grabbing the ball, going coast-to-coast and two-hand dunking (laughs) on everybody. And also, they were like, man, that guy is just way too fat to ever take basketball seriously. (laughs) That's what I can't – I was like, I feel like he took it plenty – now, he had his fun. And who knows what it could have been if he stayed, like, peak tip-top health. But you can do that, and Carl Malone and John Stockton were always in peak condition. It
1: didn't help. Right.
2: The end, so he was like, I'm gonna enjoy my career, and that he did. That he did, I think that's is that. All we got for bread truck, mm-hmm. bigums, boy gorge, boy. <laughs> ah! Let me see the nicknames again, real quick
0: <laughs> incredible bulk,
2: good time, but that's like that, don't roll off your tongue. Or nothing. (laughs) Food world. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these are all very much... You could tell he came from the era of newspaper. These are all very much newspaper. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Brown Mount of Rebrown ground 17 in the state championship game. He's like, you you ran that one last week. (laughs) Fatty? I can just recall him fat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tubby. Yeah, there he is. (laughs)
2: wide load. He's like, can you say he's from Leeds too? Can you add in his homes? <laughs> that takes some sting off of
1: it. We don't want to confuse him with any other uh, portly gentleman. <laughs> the, we-
2: the wide load from Bessemer. He's like, no, no, no. Uh, he's not the same. He's not there, the same.
1: That's another potential video I want to do because Leeds, Bessemer, there's this like triangle in Alabama that has created like Bo Jackson's from there, Gucci's from there. Like it's, it's just this weird triangle in Alabama that's created so many Hall of Fame athletes, entertainers, I'm sure world-renowned <laughs> physicians. Like there's just this weird triangle in one part of, I guess, three parts of Alabama. That's, it must be like something's in the water there. It It's, I think
2: like tri- it, triangulating around Birmingham. Like I know leading into Birmingham, I passed Lee's and Bessemer but that's yeah we're gonna have to do a video or I, boost on the ground or something I don't know we are going to do a little something we go drink the water and see if it turns any of us into boat <laughs> <laughs> we all drink the water and shoot a bow and arrow
1: At a hog, yeah <laughs> from
2: 100 yards out
1: <laughs> I think it could work
2: y'all let us know in the comments if you'd like to see us do just that or what are the window dressings athletes, teams, doesn't have to be basketball, y'all let us know. We appreciate y'all. Tap that thumbs up on the way out, and we'll catch you next time.